How's it going, guys, on this great Wednesday afternoon? My name is Hayden Joyner, and this is Off the Bench, your top sports talk show here on XLR Land University Radio. I'm joined with Chris Fortenberry and Liam Worley. Guys, how's it going today? Good, going you? good. It's a it's a special show for us today. It's our 50th episode. I realized this like two weeks ago because like I had a little thing that goes every week. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, episode 48, 49. I was like, oh, it's 50 this week. So Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, so we figured we'd do something a little special. We all got jerseys on. So when you're watching the video, Liam's rocking the Auburn jersey. Uh, what player is that? Philip Lutzenkirchen, the guy who died a few years ago. Uh, he's a t- great tight end for us. Yeah. Chris, who are you rocking? You're rocking Justin Fields, aren't you? The, Fields, the yep. blacked out Ohio State jersey. And then mm-hmm. I, got, uh, I got Dak Prescott on. You know how it is. But that's how we're rocking out this week as well. It's also today is XLR's birthday as well. Man, uh, it's like a... I think it's 15, right? I ain't got a clue, man. What did, what I saw what? the posts, yeah. but Yeah, I, I saw the really posts. We were talking about it in our, in our group, uh, the XLR group chat earlier, but I can't remember if it's 15 or, or 12 is... or something. What's it, what is it, Chris? It said it came to life on this day in 2009. So that's 12, right? 12. Yeah. 12. Yeah, so happy 12th birthday, XLR. Happy 50th episode to us. And we got a good episode for you guys coming up right now. Tons of stuff to talk about, college football and NFL football. Uh, also, Bubba Wallace won his race in yeah, Talladega this past weekend. That, uh, that did happen. Let's go. That did happen. <laughs> you want to tell us about that, Liam? Uh, it was, I mean, he raced his behind off. He scored the most points on, uh, on restrictor plate tracks this year. Uh, so, you know, he definitely earned that win. I wish we were able to see the whole race because it got rained out uh, Sunday. They started a few laps, then moved it to Monday, and then ran a few more laps, and then, uh, you know, ended up calling the race early with about 70 laps left. But it's all good. He deserved that win. I'm happy for him. Uh, <laughs> I just hope uh, Chase Elliott's going to be able to make the next round of the playoffs at this yeah. point. Is he, he will, for sure. Is he good at the uh, we're at the Roval this week in Charlotte? Is he good at that? Yeah, he's won the last two. So, okay, so yeah. I, I, th- I think it's fair to say he'll yeah. be pretty. He'll be pretty all right with yeah. it. Easy dubs. Yeah, um, kind of nice. Nice for Bubba to get a win. That's his first career. Right? Yeah, it's right. good. It's good for him. It's good for their team. It's good for their sponsors. I mean, you know, it's Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin's team. This mm-hmm. is their first year. It's obviously their first win. Uh, McDonald's. Uh, it was their first win since like 1994. <laughs> yeah, and they've been in the sport every year, so it's uh, it's kind of cool to see all those things line up like that. Yeah, it was a fantastic weekend, and. Uh... Liam's going to be at the race this weekend. I'm going to be at the race for a part of it at the beginning. So we'll uh, both you get should some... hang. You should hang around, man. I, I'll see how long. Dallas plays at 4.30. So oh, can... <laughs> come on. Watch it on your phone. No, I'll probably... We'll, we'll see how long. I'm going with uh, with the girlfriend of my sister as well. So we'll see how long they last. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how hot it's going to be. It's probably going to rain because that's just how the weather seems to be going nowadays. So Definitely. I mean, it's Wednesday, of course, and it's raining again. Yeah, so. exactly. It always does. I had yeah. to walk here with an umbrella, and my umbrella wasn't working. Like, it wouldn't click all the way at the top, so I had to, like, hold it up. That's Or else dumb. it would just fold on me. Yeah, that's so, dumb. My like my left arm was burning because my right arm was full of tripods over my shoulder, and then my left arm was just holding up above my head. <laughs> I, I was I was dying. I need to work on the upper body, but uh, it was it was rough. Um, but we'll jump into college football to start off. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff in NFL that we'll eventually get to. But starting off in college football, it was a an interesting week to say the least. A lot of upsets coming up in the uh, in the top twenty five. A lot of top twenty five teams losing, whether it was an upset or playing other ranked teams. Yeah. But the biggest the biggest upset we all know. My Kentucky Wildcats beat the number ten ranked team in the country, the Florida Gators, twenty to thirteen in Kroger Field in Lexington. It was their first win versus a top ten team since two thousand ten against the Gamecocks. 
Matthew's team oh, as well. That's terrible. It's Kentucky's. It's Kentucky's first. Oh I mean, this one's even crazier. It's Kentucky's first home win versus Florida since 1986. And in the last 35 games against Florida, Kentucky is now two and 33. Wow. The last two wins coming in the last like three years, three or four years. Wow. We won in 2018 and then this year. So wow. It's been a great. Congratulations, run. It's, it's, it's man. It's been fantastic. Yeah. Congratulations. Kentucky's on the up. Five and zero, yeah. number sixteen yeah. in the country. Yeah. Uh, w- whether we deserve it or not is is one thing because we've kind of played like dog water for most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we find ways to win. We find ways to win. So I am. Hey, man, that's all that matters. Dubs in the column is what we like to see. Yeah, yep. exactly. I mean, as long as you get, as long as there is a dub in the column, does yeah. it really matter how you won? I mean, no, our offense not. was our offense was putrid. <laughs> not like just. Uh, Will Levis, our quarterback, seven to seventeen, eighty-seven yards, a touchdown, and interception. And if you told me that was the winning stat line from a quarterback, uh, I'd be very surprised. Eighty-seven yeah. yards of uh, eighty-seven yards of passing on offense. We only put up two hundred and eleven total yards. Our touchdowns came off the one crazy play by Wondell Robinson, the forty-one yard uh, catch and run, where he seemed to break like eight tackles and just outpaced everybody on that Florida defensive side. Uh-huh. Then we got the blocked field goal, which led to a touchdown, and then. What was the third one? It was a Chris Rodriguez uh, nine-yard run that came, I think, off a Florida interception, and we just had a short 30-yard field. Yeah. So, How's Scooter feel? Um, Scooter was very pissed after the game, and uh, I, I made sure he uh, he knew I was a Kentucky fan afterwards. Yeah. I made sure he was well aware <laughs> All right. that I was a Kentucky fan afterwards. So. Good. I did agree with him, though. I think without uh, AR-15, AR they would have won that game with him. He's so, he's so good. I don't know why they're playing Emory Jones. I don't know. Pro- I mean, oh, I know seniority and all, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah that- I, I had a text that Liam's mic wasn't on, so I was like, oh, the button that says that isn't on. Yeah. There's uh, like two buttons you have to prime, and one was knocked off for some reason. So, it's uh, fine. You know, I, I didn't... Bubba Wallace's win doesn't matter to anybody <laughs> but Chris, so... I have two... Yeah. Ba- the cameras have backup mics. I'll be... Uh, I'll, I'll, be I'll be good. It's all good. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. No, that was, that was good for y'all. I definitely... The Emory Jones still playing. Uh, he hasn't sparked me as great yeah. in any of the years no, he's been no. the Florida quarterback. So I definitely think they need to switch there. You think? I mean, AR fifteen. He was well. The weird thing about it is he's he was active for this past game. I know he's been injured a little bit, mm-hmm. but he was active for this game. He was apparently ready to go. But I don't, did he even see one snap the whole game? I don't I'm even. Sure. I don't even think so. No. So it's so like what, what were they doing? And their offense wasn't. Florida's offense was was awful too. I mean, right. Kentucky was doing bad. Florida was doing a better job moving it up and down the field, but they'd get around the thirty and forty, and their drives would stall. They'd either attempt field goals or they'd go for long punt or short punts. So, both. I mean, it was a sloppy game for both teams, honestly. But uh, we somehow won. We somehow won. Yeah. The biggest thing for Florida, I believe, fifteen penalties for one hundred and fifteen yards. That's not good. Compared to Kentucky, I think had like three for ten, and of those fifteen penalties, like a hundred of them had to have been false starts. Like, really. Well, 100 penalties out of 15 isn't no. Really I'm just no. Speaking. I wasn't <laughs> saying like no, but you know that's a simple penalty. They to had get. you wouldn't yeah. think they had no. about eight penalties, maybe at least five to six to seven uh, false start penalties. Wow! Like it seemed almost every possession they would have at least one or two. Um, full credit to the the fans at Kroger Field in Kentucky. I mean, Kroger Fields they get they kind of get known every now and then for being a loud stadium. But as Kentucky fans, you don't really have a reason to be loud half the time. Yeah. But when they can be loud, they'll be very loud. And that was fully attributed to, or like the false starts were fully attributed to the loud crowd. I believe like yeah. they were causing problems all up and down for Emory Jones to call the plays in the offense. The center getting no one to snap it because I highly doubt their centers are just that bad. Where like a fourth of their snaps are false starts. Mm-hmm. You know, they just couldn't hear anything. So. It was working out, working out very well for us. But uh, for Kentucky, I'm fine. I'm hyped. We're gonna, um, we're going into, or LSU's coming to town this upcoming week. 
We'll probably win that game. I really hope so. As I long as, think as, y'all, as long as yeah. we, we, if we beat LSU's them at at LSU, y'all y'all can win. Yeah, as long as we stick to our guns and play correctly, we'll be fine. Yeah, I think. Um, it's just the next game is the bad one. Uh, yeah, then we, then we go we go down to Georgia to, to play the Bulldogs, and we'll probably get blown out. We play Georgia this weekend, so you you warm up for us, just you know. Well, it's at Auburn, so that gives me a glimmer of hope. I yeah. mean, I don't think we're gonna win, but I think we'll be competitive for a little while, especially. I mean, Bonex played pretty dang good this past game, so that'll mm-hmm. give him some confidence going into this and whatnot. But I mean, what it comes down to for Kentucky is LSU. We'll play them like we've played everybody. I mean. I mean, our, our game plan most of the time, Will Levis has an arm. He's very mistake-prone, though. And we haven't really been letting him sling the ball a, a whole ton most of the time. Short passes, for the most part, we're sticking to our run game, which can average like 200 yards a game on most on the good days. So we're sticking to that. It didn't work out the best against Florida, just, but Florida's a top team. They have a good defense. Yeah. LSU will be a little easier to run on, I believe. So we'll stick to that. Defense will play outstanding like they have been for the past half decade, it seems. And, uh, and we'll, we'll rock against LSU. And then after that, if we can get to 6-0... Again, if we beat LSU, our path is clear. You you play Georgia. If you beat Georgia, that's it for you. You know, yeah. like if I don't think we would, but there's a glimmer of hope because we just beat Florida, who stuck it to Alabama, and about beat Alabama. Who are y'all's West opponents this year? Uh, I'll pull out the West opponents. Let's see, Kentucky's probably Mississippi State and like A and M or something. We got uh, we got State. Let me think. Yes, yeah, so the rest of the schedule, like we just said, it's LSU, which we should hopefully oh, LSU, win. Yeah. Then Georgia, then then if we beat Georgia, we're making the playoff, a hundred percent. Unless we just, it's it's our own fault if we don't make it after that. The point. SEC championship, you as, mean? As, yeah, SEC yeah. championship is what I meant. Because um, we beat Georgia, if we do beat Georgia, then all we have left is Mississippi State, Tennessee, Vandy, New Mexico State, Louisville. Jeez, like we had besides Florida and Georgia, our schedule was cupcake. Yeah, we got a lucky. This is our lucky year. Next year it's a little worse. We got a good year this year. Yeah, this is one of the worst years for Auburn football <laughs> schedules I've ever seen. Yeah, so. y'all got like y'all like six games against ranked opponents. It's brutal. Maybe more. I don't know. Hey, but the y'all play y'all play Arkansas and Ole Miss, right? Yeah. At some point. Yeah. yeah. Well, both of them just got their hearts broken, so maybe they'll go back down to earth a little bit. Yeah, I hope so, man. Which, speaking of that, um, you and me talked last week, Liam, about how this is going to be a great week of great week of college football. You know, if tons of great scenarios games. Went. The college football playoff could be shaken up, and uh, and yeah, Ole Miss got blown out. Uh, Arkansas, I believe, got shut out by shut Georgia. Out. Yeah. So uh, there goes all the fun and hope that it comes for the SEC to put up a fight to the top two. Uh, Georgia and Alabama are clearly the top two, and uh, no one's disputing that. And that will be the national title at the end of the year, 100%. More than likely, yeah. yeah if it's, I think if that's it's, what we're looking at. The odds are probably negative 1,000 that it's going to be them, unless they just somehow lo- – Georgia loses to Kentucky and then loses to Bama, and then they're out. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, it's Alabama and Cincinnati and Iowa? Like, who knows? Maybe Ohio State flies back in. They they they, they run the table. They got two big teams ahead of them still. Yeah. So we got Penn State and Michigan left. Yeah, and well, that's, Michigan State's pretty. good. That's two too. undefeated teams, right? Penn State's undefeated. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there you go. Penn State's four. Michigan's what ten now? They're up there. Yeah. yeah, they're up. I mean, Ohio State's got a clear path as well. Y'all just win, and you have to win out. Yeah, I mean, one loss on one loss to the then or to the number ten team in the country, Oregon at the time. And you win the Big Ten, you'll probably in, in a year of this much shakeup, you'll probably be fine if you win out. Yeah, that's what we're hoping for. Yeah, a lot of teams are done though. A lot of teams are done. Clemson. <laughs> yeah, yeah Clemson, Clemson, big gun. <laughs> well, speaking of Clemson, um, I didn't get to watch the Kentucky game because I was at that Boston College game. Yeah. And they took the victory, nineteen to thirteen, but fell out of the rankings because of it. Um, I'm happy with it. Well, yeah, <laughs> love I mean, to that's see how it. it. Been. 
They're playing really bad football right now. Yeah, I mean, I understand that they won and whatnot and that they should have probably retained their position. But just they have passed the eye test in the zero percentile well, yeah. so far this year. And, you know, that's one of the qualities of getting into the college football playoff is, you know, you have to pass the eye test. And they haven't done that. And uh, it's definitely showing with their ranking, uh, with their scores, with their fan base is hammering uh all sides of coaching and uh the players nowadays so yeah well i mean Cle- i mean clemson was 25 and the reason they drop is because there were so many ranked or unranked teams that deserve to be ranked mm-hmm. at that point where it's like clemson you just barely beat boston college who yeah they're undefeated but they're still not the best school and then you're you're three and two now or four and two whatever the record is so it's like we have to let undefeated kentucky be ranked we have to let a one lost texas team who just had a decent win Gotta let them get ranked. SMU undefeated have to rank them. San Diego State they should probably be ranked too. Yeah, it's like Clemson just you you can't have they they were the only two lost team ranked at the time and they still would have been if they stayed in the rankings. Yeah. So there's no I reason think to it's, keep you there. I current I think it's fair. Yeah. I mean you just because of what they've done in their past years doesn't mean you know they got that prestige this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with another upset we had. To, to, to view is Oregon getting upset by Stanford. Obviously, that was a big dub by Happy Stanford. about that as well. Stanford's now 4-0 in overtime games against Oregon since the overtime was adopted, so hmm. there's a neat stat. I think that it's is the, neat. the only team that's with that many wins against a singular opponent in overtime, so that's pretty fun yeah. to see. Um, interesting as well, with a minute 41 left for Oregon, they had a 99.9% chance to win the game, and that was right before Kayvon Thebodeau got ejected for targeting on his hit um, on Tanner McKee. And then Stanford just went straight up the field um, and scored after after that weird call at the end because he had the fourth and goal, and then mm-hmm. it got called for defensive holding, which was a questionable call in the first place. And then they get the fade left on the side of the end zone for the touchdown. Going to overtime, score the first time for Stanford, and then they hold, hold Oregon and get the upset. So uh, <laughs> It's good. I mean, that's Crazy. college football, man. That's, yeah, that sort of stuff happens every week. We just don't see it on as big a scale as that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So big win for them. Um Stanford then knocks the Ducks out. The Ducks fall to what? Where are they at now? Number eight. Eight or nine. So yeah. Iowa then jumps up to fill the spot. Penn State stays at four, oddly enough. Iowa, well, Penn State, I mean Iowa, my bad. Iowa beat Maryland. Yeah, it, it was dominated a Maryland. Yeah, they did dominate Maryland. Didn't, who was undefeated yeah, you know, going into that game. I was seeing stuff. Didn't Tua's little brother have like an awful game or something? Yeah. 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 No, the, I mean, there were six turnovers. I don't know how many were his fault, but <laughs> definitely probably about four because Iowa's always had a good uh, secondary. Mm-hmm. Let's see. <coughs> I want to see how uh, how, how little Talia. 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 Yeah. I always want to say Tua, but it's not right. Um, how many t- interceptions or turnovers were in the end of the game? Six. Yeah, he had five picks. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's uh, solid, man. 16 completions, five interceptions. Uh, that's, that's running on the range of uh, Zach Wilson territory. Those first couple weeks. Hey man, the Jets won this week. <laughs> they did win this week. No, no, no. Uh, Zach Wilson slander this week. Yeah. yeah. But with Iowa jumping to number three, Penn State at four, Cincinnati is now lurking at number five. Cincinnati is, the they're gunning team. for it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they beat Notre Dame at Notre Dame, and yeah, that's big. That's big. They weren't great. I mean, I thought they were better than what they were, but mm-hmm. I mean, they did beat uh, a good good Wisconsin team at a neutral site the week before, so you would have thought they would have had the momentum going in. 
But no sirree. Mm-mm. Cincinnati comes in there and puts the old schmack down on them. So. What are the odds of them making the playoff? They'd be the first uh, non-Power 5 team to make the playoff. They're going to make the playoff. You think so? Yeah. It just takes one. It takes Iowa or Penn State or Alabama, there, Georgia there's, to fall. There's still a lot of ranked SEC teams that are going to beat up on each other. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ranked Big Ten teams that are going to beat up yeah. on each other. They're I'm, not all going to, like, you know, I'm thinking. Hmm. The thing is, is, like, if you look at it, Ohio State doesn't play Iowa in the regular season. So if Ohio, if Iowa has one loss to Ohio State. Yeah, but y'all still play Penn State. No, I'm saying if Ohio State wins out and Iowa wins out and only loses to us in the Big Ten championship game. You gonna keep Iowa out? Yeah. How? Dude, uh, Cincinnati. It's a close game. What since, if it's a three-point game. Cincinnati's the real deal, dude. If they You're don't, tell me you think Cincinnati I is think, a better team than Iowa. I think they would compete on a very high level on a neutral site. They compete as well as Notre Dame's ever competed. Yeah. Or like any of those four. See yeah. teams that just get blown out yeah. every year. Yeah, I, I think it'd be fun. And for Cincinnati, I mean, they control their destiny. Basically, you win out, they, and you're you have whoever a shot. plays Bama is getting smoked. It doesn't matter if it's y'all. I wouldn't say that. Why? Because Alabama has a they don't have as strong of a defense as they've had in the recent years. I don't. Florida care. obviously proved that. I mean, Florida just lost to Kentucky and lost to Alabama by. All I'm points. saying is Kentucky beat Florida by more points than Bama beat Florida. Exactly. So by the uh, distributive yeah. property, Auburn does that every year. Okay, it's it's bull <laughs> crap because Al- we're always terrible. Alabama is a great team. Definitely worthy of number one. Definitely is the best team in the country. But they aren't what they were last year. No, I'm not saying they're God, but I'm saying compared to the other college football teams at the moment right now, they are. They stick out to me by of far course, the best. Of course, I mean right now, but I think uh, college football doesn't get real to the end of the year. It That's doesn't. Every, everybody gets peaks and everyone's playing their best football but um yeah and they stick out and do that every year i mean they could go in as a four seed and that'd still put money on them Mm -hmm. to win i mean yeah they're always gonna have a chance to win but like i said they're not i mean i think georgia's just as good and can easily beat them maybe i I mean mean, we're gonna given day so we're gonna see them alabama that is play us at auburn and then have to go play georgia or kentucky or whoever at a neutral site down there in Atlanta, and then no, after that's the the games for all the marbles. So yeah, I mean Cincinnati, I get the Iowa argument if they can go into into the uh, the Big Ten championship and and I guess lose to Ohio State, then there's the argument for both of those teams making it. If they beat Ohio State, it's it's clear cut they're going to be in as the number three right. seed, and then it comes down to whether Penn State can with 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 uh with hand the rest of their schedule or not in the Big Ten. That's another thing. Like what if what if you have three Big Ten teams with one loss? Let's say Penn State loses to just Ohio State. But one of them is not going to make the championship, so yeah. so that they're automatically not going to make it. But I, ha- I mean, that's Ohio not State necessarily true. Alabama did did it. But uh, there's the Bama and they won. I, there's Bama bias in that 100 percent though. Yeah, but they won the national championship the year they didn't even go. I to get the that, but like SEC championship. It's what Penn State and Ohio State are in the same yes. division. Yeah, so one of them's going to make it or not. Yeah. They're going to be out. If it's Ohio State lose it, if Ohio State somehow loses or the tiebreaker or whatever, they're not going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just think Cincinnati already being number five this early in the season, they're getting some credibility yeah. from. It's not like they're number eight. Like they're one. They're one slip of away. I'm just saying UCF and no, 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 Cincinnati. Not, I, oh. I just thought of something in my head. Oh, okay. I wasn't oh. talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just saying. I mean, UCF <laughs> and Cincinnati in past years, you know, they were probably about twelve to fourteen. You know, at this point in the season. Yeah, so exactly. Cincinnati's already gotten some credibility. Mm-hmm. They beat a 
Notre Dame team that was in the top ten. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how you can, you know, keep them out of the playoff situation no. right now. I mean, are they more deserving than, you know, say Iowa has a one loss or Penn State or Ohio State with one loss? You know, it's probably probably not. But I think if we want to see a uh, a group of five school get in, this is the best year we've seen so far to do it. And UCF fans are going to disagree with me because they think that team that beat us in the Peach Bowl a few years ago was just God's team. But Well, I'll let you all uh, ponder this real quick because uh, this upcoming week, Penn State does play Iowa. Do they? Yeah, in Iowa. Where's game day this week? I haven't seen anything uh, on that. I would assume that would be it. That's a top yeah. five matchup. That's three yeah. and four playing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I don't, is it? Is uh, that game day? It's got to be there. Because I'm not sure that it is. Game day? I, I could not. T- let's see. Where would I look that up? Just game day? Yeah, just look up ESPN College Game Day. Has to be that. ESPN College Game Day. Let's see. Where are they at? Uh, it's at the Red River Showdown. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. Yep. <laughs> Texas and Oklahoma. <laughs> you're telling me you're at Texas and Oklahoma instead of three versus four, Iowa and Penn State? They probably had that marked up like. I mean, the Red River Showdown is one of the three best college It'll football It'll be a fun rivalries, environment, so, I guess. Yeah. Would you rather go there to Iowa? It's like... Iowa. I'd, well, for the matchup, yeah, but... Uh, not even for the cool, matchup. Like what they I do would, there. Yeah, the Iowa fans, if they got a college game day, they would go absolutely brazy. Yeah, and really? would see some crazy stuff. And they have the, the hospital right there, too, right? Yeah, the they do, with yeah, all the, all the them, kids yeah. that wave and stuff. So yeah. cool. Yeah, it's, you could write an hour on the show just about that. Mm. So. Well, does Iowa play anybody else for us the year to make a game day? Uh, no. So if Iowa wins, if Iowa wins this game, Cincinnati's in, in the playoff at four at for the time being. Yeah, one Iowa of those wins. teams is going to lose. You know. Yeah, I one mean, of them's going to lose, and Cincinnati's going to be in the top four unless, unless they lose. Yeah, and unless then, Oklahoma or something just beats Texas by sixty, nah, Oklahoma will be in. Oklahoma's going to lose I at some Texas point. Texas is going to beat Oklahoma. You do. Oklahoma Robinson's gonna have a field day. I'd be I'd be on that train too because Oklahoma's gonna have to stop squeezing by teams at some point. Yeah. You can't yeah. just keep getting this. No, lucky. I mean yeah. the same thing what Kentucky does. Like Kentucky's gonna fall at some point stupidly because well, what I do. mean y'all play better teams than Oklahoma does still. So yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the joint. But they got Oklahoma's got you know the twenty first ranked Texas Longhorns this week, obviously, and then they finish the season off with Oklahoma State, who's looking like a pretty scrappy team right now as well. Baylor yeah. looks okay too. Yeah, they also got to hit Baylor in Baylor later this year in, uh, in November as well so yeah we'll see we'll see um we're gonna hit a break real quick guys and when we get back we'll talk nfl maybe some more college football if we got anything left to to spew through we got a lot of stuff to talk about for the nfl especially it's been a wild week four so stay tuned with us guys on that if you're not following us on social media please follow us there we are on twitter instagram facebook youtube tiktok and everywhere else you can find social media mainly check out our instagram at off the bench xlr there you can find the link tree link in our bio that takes you to all of our other social media accounts but instagram is where we post most of our content including video clips from the show quotes game show uh, game picks and other things so follow us there at off the bench xlr and uh, check us out there and listen to one song we'll be right back with some more sports talk
How's it going on this great Wednesday afternoon? Oh, that's the wrong, that's the wrong intro. That's, uh, that's, that's just, that's my fatigue. We're back, we're, we're We're back. How's it going? Uh, yeah, we're back after the break, guys. Uh, we just finished talking up with some college football, and now we got, I guess, some NFL talk, right? Are we exhausted on college topics? Unless uh, you want uh, There's I, no Auburn to defend, no loss to defend this week, Liam, so yeah, it's pretty good for you. We we beat LSU, Bo Nix, well... His, his stats don't say that he played well, but he, he played pretty well. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, I just hope we can put up a decent game against Georgia this week. That'd be positives for me. A win in that column would be great. Yeah, we're not going to get it, but, you know, I'd like to see a valiant effort from our boys. You want to lose by, uh, like, 20, by 30? What are you? What are you what, the, the spread's 14 and a half. <laughs> so if we could uh, cut, like, you know, get the under, I'd be I'd be happy with what's, that. What's the, what's the total? Uh, 48. Yeah, something so you, like you just that. Wanna, you just want to hold them, hold them to four. Is it is the, it's forty eight just the under for Georgia alone, or no. is that for the whole game? No, the whole game. Yeah, I don't know if Georgia's going to be held under twenty twenty four for both of y'all. Yeah, I'm thinking they're going to win about thirty one twenty. Nah, nah, thirty one thirteen. Yeah, thirty one thirteen, thirty one ten, something like that. So just very close to covering, but but not enough. What you got to say, salami boy? That year, y'all. Um, Y'all won against them. They were number one in the country. Uh huh. Similar scenario. Twenty. It is practically the same. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we got we got our defense played uh, tremendous against LSU, which is what won us the game. And uh, you know that year we had a stacked defense as well. And uh, you know we beat Georgia, and then we beat Alabama both times. And you know, I mean, they were both ranked number one. I'd like to knock off to Georgia, get some momentum going into some of these, not, you know, as hard games as Georgia and Alabama are, but, you know, we still play Ole Miss and A&M and uh, Arkansas. So those are all going to be tough games as well, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Um, if you can knock off Georgia, that'd be phenomenal, I, I'd say. it That'd be a blow to the playoff picture for now, although so, they wouldn't fall to about maybe you, five or six. Would you prefer a Georgia win? Bama. <laughs> <laughs> he knew the question. Here right. we go. Bama. That's it. Yeah. I, so, I so mean, wait, so so you were saying, would you rather Georgia win or Alabama lose? Is that what the question no, was? No. no, no. Was the, I was going to say, would you rather beat Georgia? Oh, would you rather beat Georgia or Bama? Alabama? Oh, yeah. yeah. He'd 100% yeah. want to beat Bama over yeah. Georgia. Especially, this is Bo Nix's last reasonable chance at beating Alabama because, I mean, who knows? He might get a little cocky and go to the draft if he finishes oh, off no. the year. Oh, uh, he's not going to. He's seventh round pick back up. He's got he's got too he's got too much uh, going on in Auburn to leave. But you know, if you want to beat Alabama, if you're an Auburn player, you got to do it at home or it's not happening. Yeah. So that's that's my biggest defense for him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Vodex goes to the draft this year. He's he's gonna end up. He's toast. Yeah. He he, he ain't gonna do very well. No. Chris? Oh, I just thought of another thing about the similarities. When y'all beat um, Georgia when they were number one, didn't mm-hmm. y'all have carry-on? Mm, yes, we did in 2017. And now you have just as good of a running back in Tank Bigsby, maybe even better. I wouldn't say that far. He should have freaking done better, but he had nine carries for 27 yards against LSU, which we didn't run right. at all. We weren't very balanced at all this game. We were, we were really very trying. pass-heavy. Mm-hmm. But uh, our other running back, Jarquez Hunter, did have six for uh, 65 yards. Oh, so wow. that's pretty solid. Are they um, 
I mean, is he like injured or anything? Is he? Sluggish? I think he's a little tweaked right now, but you know they're very complementary to each other. Uh, Tank likes to be in between the tackles, and Jarquez is a guy that likes to get on the outside and use his speed a little bit. But mm-hmm. you know, uh, if we could get that run game going this week and then surprise them later on in the game with a few decent pass plays, I would be beyond thrilled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I the spread's what fourteen and a half? You said yeah, yeah. I think what I said thirty one to thirteen, which you agree with, is about what's going to happen. Yeah, there. no, it's, I, it's, it'll be it'll be nice though. <laughs> uh, we we got the home advantage. What time's the game? I think it's a late game. I think it's a later game. So if we got a later game, I think all the Auburn fans will be drunk and rambunctious. Ah, sorry, three thirty. Oh, frick. <laughs> Yeah, CBS game of the week. Oh, uh, no. Bloody killer. <laughs> Gary Gary Danielson and Vern Lundquist are going to kill it for me. Oh, Luckily, no. I'll be watching Xfinity cars go around the track then, so it's not going to matter. Probably will be the more enjoyable entertainment for the, Definitely. For the day. I'll probably have it on my phone from time to time. but yeah. yeah, Georgia always finds a way to mess things up, though. I mean, they do it basically every year. That's so just because... I wouldn't put it past y'all to... That's because Saban's assistants do. can't beat him, though. Mm. Well, they lose games that aren't even to. I'm, not, I'm saying like Kirby will lose a game well, not even to Saban. Did Carolina beat them last year? Georgia they came close. Georgia? Yeah, I feel I, like they did. I'm pretty sure they did. Was that a close game? Yeah, yeah. I, I get where he's coming at. Um, let's see. Is that 2020? I think Carolina. Now nah, you're won thinking. Last of, you're year. thinking of something odd. Because it says November twenty eighth, twenty twenty, Georgia won forty five to sixteen. Oh, maybe I'm. Tripping. I I know what you're. I know what you're thinking of though. Because like our Carolina, I mean, they beat us last year, which we weren't any good last year. We were Georgia was eight and two last year with losses to Alabama and Florida. Hmm. Here, one second, I got you. Uh, Georgia has a two two game win streak, which is the past two years. So twenty nineteen so, must have been. It? Yeah, must have been. Let's see. Yeah, they lost, right? Wasn't it their Blankenship missed field goal? I don't remember. Yeah, they lost. I still had overtime. I still had connections to Carolina then, so I kind of gave a care. This year, I just want to slash their head off. Yeah, Chris is right. 2017, 2019. Yeah, Yeah, because Blankenship missed that field goal. Interesting. Oh, is that any good? It is good. Yeah. No. What is it? Snowberry peace tea. Interesting. Interesting is all I'm going to say with that one. But we'll jump into the NFL now. We got some topics to talk about. I could hop into Chris's favorite thing to start off with, but I might save that for a little with Urban Meyer. Oh. Joy. Oh? Oh, Joy. Yeah, we'll, we'll save that for a little bit maybe. But uh, starting off, the biggest game of the week last week, Rams and Cardinals. I don't think it was a game pick game. It I, was I didn't not. put it. I was tempted to last week, and I was tempted to put more games in this week than I did. It was because the dang NFC West is so stacked. It's like every divisional game could be a game pick game, and I'm just like, I can't just put them every single time. Like, sure. I, I think this week we have... Uh, Spoilers for anyone who really cares. We have the Rams Seahawks, but I also could have put the Niners and, and Cardinals in. Like that also is a game that could possibly be one. But I was like, I gotta shy away from this. Yeah. So we didn't pick it last week, but the Cardinals defeated the Rams. Could say it was an upset, thirty-seven to twenty on Sunday, and they remain now as the only unbeaten team in the NFL at four and zero. It's crazy how the NFL works compared to college. There's now after four weeks one undefeated team, whereas college is like like two dozen still right. or a dozen still but kyler murray 24 of 32 286 yards two touchdowns along with 39 rushing yards pretty much dominated the game i'd say uh he was slinging it all over that pass defense of the rams and uh jalen ramsey didn't seem to be a big factor in the game either Mm-mm. no no nope. i don't know uh 
Someone, I think it was Matt, was saying to me, you'd think the Rams' defense would be better. Maybe, no, was it you? Mm-hmm. It was you because you have them on your fantasy team. They're just, they're very disappointing this year to start. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I have, uh, I look at fantasy and they, they're not playing that well overall. Well, I mean, that. they're helping their team win games. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, yeah, they're it's pretty the good, but no, it's <laughs> not, yeah, not, not like it used to be. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they used to have a decent offense, but. You know, it wasn't like, I mean, with Stafford at the wheel, it's a lot more, you know, predictable to be Mm -hmm. better than what we've seen. So, you know, Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey used to hold the fort down for that whole Rams team, and now we haven't really seen that. So that's a little concerning. I guess when you don't have Jared Goff, you don't really have to try too hard. (laughs) You're like, oh, we'll 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 slack off on the defensive (laughs) side. Matt Stafford will chuck it up to Cooper Cup. And help us out a little bit, which oddly enough was a connection that was really off this last game. Mm-hmm. I think I think he only hit Cooper Cup for like like five of thirteen targets or something, and it just wasn't it wasn't honestly an off game for I thought Stafford. It seemed like every now and then he he missed like someone in the end zone, he'd miss a deep ball. It just was uncharacteristic, and it wasn't even the fact that the Cardinals defense is putting pressure on it. It was just he was just flat out missing things. So I'm gl- I'm glad we didn't pick that game because I'm sure I would have picked the Rams. I, I'm sure one of y'all would have as well. I probably would have went with the Cardinals because I have Kyler on my fantasy team, so I really yeah. would have needed him to have a big oh game. Gosh. Yeah, well, I'm just saying based off of the picks we've made so far this year and mm-hmm. you know, Rams games, yeah, I would have thought. A lot of I, I, I probably would have gone with the Rams too, yeah. and uh, we got them in the game picks this week. Like I said, with the Rams and Seahawks, so we'll see if anyone wants to go against the spread in that one as well, or, or against the trend, not the spread, and picking the Rams. But yeah, the Cardinals—it was a decent game for them, like I said. But the biggest question now is: Are they the number one team in the NFL yes. since they're atop alone in the undefeated category you at four think? and one? Hundred percent. You they're, think they're the best team in the NFL right now? I would say you have you have to say that. I mean, they're saying the same the AP poll though. Just because they're undefeated. Holy I'm, crap. I'm, there's a, it's not there's 12 teams with one loss, though, that could give them a run oh, for their money. Listen, I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm just saying right now they're playing the best football. And they, mm-hmm. haven't, they haven't lost. They just beat the Rams, who was obviously the number two team in the NFL and number one before this week. So, I mean, you you can make an argument for Chris, teams like the Bucks. Do you know what their other three wins were, though? The Cardinals? Yeah, they have the Jaguars. They didn't really beat by that much. Jaguars, yeah. Yeah. And who else? The Titans. The Titans. And the Vikings. Who the Titans, who they just lose to? The Jets. The Jets. And then the Vikings, who, how'd they lose the game against the Vikings? They they won against the Vikings by a point. And they should have lost because they missed the field goal in the Vikings fashion. you You know what matters? None of that because they know just we beat s- the Rams by 17 points. Okay, it, it was a good Chris victory. Chris does have a valid point there. The Rams victory is a solid victory. I won't get you wrong. Their I don't think three, they're the best. Their other three wins are kind of suspect. We'll really figure out the next. Two, I hate saying like, oh, we'll figure out in the next two weeks. Like, blah, blah, blah. but we'll figure out the next two weeks because this upcoming week they play the Niners at home, and then they go on the road to Cleveland against the Browns. So two solid teams. If they beat those teams. Yeah, they're yeah, the number one team. If they blow up the 49ers, I'd say the number one I team. I would say they're going to win both those games cuz I mean, if you look at the if you look at the 49ers, they just lost to the Seahawks who are like a eh, like slightly that's a, above that's average. A, that's team. a game the Niners statistically should have won, yep. but they just somehow just could not find the end zone to save their life. And the Browns are I mean, their defense is holding them together cuz their offense is playing very poor. Oh, with OBJ though. They they gotta cut they gotta cut OBJ. Uh, he's just not he is good. a clown, bro, and he's not. He's it's like the last two years. It's been like statistically, like they've confirmed it that they are a worse offense with OBJ in the lineup. I'd like, like they to are see better. Him go back to New York. They're better when he's hurt and they to just run honest, the ball the whole time. He's kind of like Cam. 
He's a he's like a solid player and all, but he's not good for a team. So he's not going to help you really. Yeah. Win. I mean, like Cam after the whole Cam MVP was definitely Cam was definitely a better leader of a team though than OBJ oh, for is. Sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, Cam is a much better asset, but he's it, it's similar to like. No, I get OBJ what you're saying. Is yeah. A very talented player. Yeah. But he's not somebody who's going to help you win games, if you know what I mean. Yeah. No, I know that's, exactly that's what you mean. That's kind of what he is. And, I mean, they got enough assets on that offense. They could definitely scrape by without him. I mean, I would trade him and just try to get some value to have benefit your team. I mean, that's and what do you even go for right now? A third-round pick? That's, that'd be fine. Probably. A fourth, maybe, yeah. straight up? You can get, you know, maybe some... Maybe even a keep, maybe... Some all-right players. Player. Yeah. You yeah. could get some all-right players for him. I mean, he's still definitely worth something. I mean, we've seen what he's capable of. Yeah. In his past years, you know, mainly at the Giants, though, which has been fortnights ago. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, man. Bring him on to Jacksonville. We need somebody. Anyway, Arizona, <laughs> in my opinion, is not the best team. I think. Well, who would you say is, Liam? I would give it up between the Chargers. Oh, okay. Buffaloni. Buffaloni. Mm-hmm. But that's because I'm big on Buffaloni because I picked them to win the bowl. Yeah. And Pax, they're at fourth, but. I'm gonna give Aiden a little credit. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the boys. I think the they're boys. great too. Yeah. I personally think they're definitely top five in the NFL. I think it's capped that Sam Darnold has more rushing touchdowns than like, any running backs. I know. But you know, Zeke's got four though. So yeah, he's Zeke is running. He's on the up. Wait, let me pull this up. What 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 position is he in t- in r- rushing touchdowns? Who? Sam Darnold. He's, he's first. Number one. He's, he's, literally he's the only okay, one he with is five. Yeah. One. Yeah. Okay. I knew he was. Up there. Zeke's got four. Yeah. Zeke's got four along with. Derek Henry and James Conner, oddly enough. Uh, yeah, because every time they get to the one, they just hand it off to Conner yeah. and he just takes it in. So he's had like three or four one-yard touchdowns. He's not a terrible running back, though. Mm-mm. I mean, he's not great, but he's not terrible. No, he's just on an offense that always gets down at the goal line. Well, I mean, yeah, I would definitely take Arizona as an air raid offense. But mm-hmm. was the MVP question, was that something we were going to talk about today? Um, Yeah. It's also in there. I will say Kyler Murray is Kyler my favorite Bay. for MVP. I'd say though. I'd say at the current pace he is also yeah. my, my MVP favorite. Yeah. I mean, there's the other guys that are like like in the mix. I guess Stafford's been named, Dak's been named, Rogers and Mahomes are obviously in there. I'm assuming Josh Allen is also popping in there every once in a while. Herbert, but, I heard, is up there too. Yeah, Justin he's up there. In the, he's like fourth in the odds right now. Justin Herbert to me is. Passing the eye test better than any quarterback in the NFL right no, now. No, he's another phenomenal. one. Yeah, Joe Burrow. Bengals are three and one. Mm. Joe Burrow, and they're Let's playing go. at a high level. I'll, I'll again bring in the the, the schedule for them. Oh but, my uh, gosh, that's like saying okay, this team beat Tulsa by one point. They beat uh, Wisconsin by two points, and then they beat Alabama by thirty-one. You're gonna tell me that they're not a good team because Who they did? beat Alabama <laughs> by thirty-one. I that's mean the that's Cardinals a fair argument. argument, but I can also see Hayden's. That's side the too. Cardinals' argument, right? Not the Bengals. No, that's what I'm saying. The Cardinals. Yeah, the, Bing- the No, the Bengals don't have as good of a win as Cardinals. No, the Bengals got nothing. Now they could if they beat the Packers this upcoming week, but that's that's one thing in itself. Uh, mm-hmm. We got to take baby steps. I don't think that's going to happen. No, the Bengals. The Bengals have beaten the Vikings, the Steelers, and the Jags, and they beat the Jags by only three. And they should have probably lost that game. Like it wasn't for a big second half comeback. Who's their loss to? Chicago. Holy it, it was that crap. it was that game Burrow threw three picks week yeah. two and then they about came back and won it. Yeah, I think not, yeah, they're on the up. They're Sh- definitely coming around. Which Cincinnati one you- or Chicago? Cincinnati. Okay. Did any of y'all put Cincinnati in the playoffs in our preseason predictions? I probably. I know y'all put the Jaguars in the playoffs, which uh, is looking yeah. fantastic, no. Chris. 
No, I wish I, I said they were going to win the AFC South, so I'm in the same boat with you. But no. I said the Colts are going to win the South, so I think we're all looking pretty bad on <laughs> No that. one's winning the South. We should knock them out yeah, and that let whole, a that better wild card go yeah, in. Give yeah. an extra NFC East team to make that spot because we're, we're better than them now. Yeah, so any anywho, uh, I already forgot what we are talking about. MVP. Hey, yeah. I want you to do it real fast. Can you look at the New England? Can both y'all look at New England's football schedule? Because my roommate, Derek... Me and him were talking about it last night. He hundred percent believes the Pats are going to go eleven and six, and I said they're going to go six and eleven. All right, well, let's stick it to you right now. Um, Derek's so biased. They're three and they're three and one right now. Yeah. No, so one and three. I'll call out the schedule, Liam. If you want to tell, yeah, they're no, they're one and three. One and three. They're one and three. What did I say? Three and one. Three and one. Oh, I, yeah. Okay, I'm dyslexic. Um, <laughs> Liam, if you want to tally up the wins and losses, I'll yell out the thing, and Chris can so, say what happens. One and three. Right, yeah, so go. they are visiting Houston this week. I said they'd win that game. Yeah, okay. Two and three. Then they go to Jerry World in Dallas. They lose. Then they go to New York to face the Jets. They win. Then they go to LA to play the Chargers. Loss. They go to Bank of America Stadium to play the Panthers. Loss. They visit or they're at home against Cleveland. Loss. They go to Atlanta to play the Falcons. I say they win that game. Then they visit or they're at home against the Titans. Uh loss. They visit the Bills. Loss. They visit the Colts. Loss. They go, or they're at home against the Bills. Loss. Then they're at home against Jacksonville. Win. And then they're away against the Dolphins. Uh, win. What does that leave them at? Uh, that's six and eleven, yep. I think. Yeah. So what did your you say? Ten and six or t- eleven? He said, said he, he said six and eleven. And yeah, D Bunt said eleven and, go six. eleven and six. He's so biased though. No is he a Pats fan? Yeah, he is. And freaking Boston I don't see where he gets eleven also wins. winning last night was yeah. cap. I don't see where he. Yeah. He <laughs> oh, yeah, the Red Sox they're win. easily gonna win one game against the Bills, but I'm saying that team is not what you've been playing. Well, yeah, Josh Allen. maybe maybe they'll win Week 16 when the Bills are six games in the lead in the AFC. East and they're just sitting everybody for three straight weeks. That's the only Even way. if, dude, and that's not going to happen. Zach Moss is not a bad running back <laughs> and whatnot. I mean, they got some, they got some good backup I, players up there too. The thing about New England is, if you watch, I've watched their offense, and all they do, all Mac Jones does, is throw these five yard passes and these screen passes. That's called yeah. Alabama football and play, that's, bub. That's it. I mean, he, their their team, their offensive scheme is just awful. That's why they're one and three. And I told him. Now, this is a hot take, but I said if y'all just would have kept Cam, you'd be <laughs> at worst two and two. Two and two right now. They would probably three and one. I don't see how well one I mean they barely lost to the to the Dolphins the first week, which was I think the Dolphins barely won that one because that was a game pick game and I was the only one to pick the Dolphins, so I remember that one. And then they probably honestly could have won the Tampa game if they decided to go for that fourth and three and yep. make it a little easier for Nick Folk. Because who's going to make a 56-yarder in the rain in New England? Like That's still tough. You don't got Not a, even Justin see, Tucker. The yeah, thing like, is, that's is you, just a tough one. You could literally run the same offense with Cam that you're running right now. I mean, they did last year, though, I figured, weren't they? And yeah. they weren't that great last year. I mean, they year. were 7-9, and nine, and he, it was the first year he was in that system. Yeah, okay, I mean, okay, sure enough, And they were missing yeah. out on a bunch of players that they, sat yeah, out. Yeah, they did have like had eight defensive hurt. players sat out, yeah. So if you have all those players back and you have an experienced Cam in the system, you're going to win more games than you have freaking Mac. Put in Jared Stidham. Nah, Just Mac Jones it. is their little golden. <laughs> Mac Jones is a little golden boy. They traded away Stephon. Why. They gave away tra- tra- Stephon Gilmore to get the cap space and then build around Mac Jones. So. I don't know what you're going to do to build around him. I mean, what are you going to give him? Probably weapons on the offense, which they'd have zero of right now. I mean, they you got can. Keel Harry. Yeah, but he's a bust. Jacoby Myers. He's also he's like decent. Like Damian a, a Harris. B minus. He's decent for fantasy. They need. I guess they need. Who's their other running back? Uh, not that. 
not that white dude anymore, is he? He's I, no, I think it is James is he, White. Is James yeah. White's? Yeah, yeah James White. I meant white dude. Uh, he's in, out for uh, a year now, Rex Burkhead. I meant Rex Burkhead. Oh. James White is he still in the Patriots too? I yeah, think he, so. He's got out. He got injured and he's out for the year. Oh uh, well, he's not oh. technically kind of on the Patriots. He's yeah. a little asterisk besides his attendance yeah. right there. Um, well, speaking of uh, speaking of Stephon Gilmore, they traded him away real quick today. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, well. Jalen Smith happened last night. Was that that was last night, right? It feels like I don't it was, need, who is that? Jalen Smith, linebacker. He's the linebacker from from Dallas. Oh, Notre Dame kid. Notre Dame uh, kid yeah, that yeah, broke his yeah. knee or yeah. whatever against okay. Ohio State. Yeah, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Um, yeah, it's not that he was a great player and they traded him away, and it was a shock. It was just a shock at the timing, and he's not been like awful. But we'll get into that later. But Stephon Gilmore came out this morning that they were releasing him, and then everybody on ESPN, everybody on Twitter was like, "Oh, every team's going to be after him." You know the. Every t- like it's gonna make them any team that picks them up. It's gonna be- make them a, a Super Bowl contender, you know, because you're getting a lockdown corner practically coming off an injury. So it's like, oh, the Packers are gonna go for him, the Ravens are gonna go, maybe the Seahawks, Cowboys were in the mix, and then out of nowhere, the Panthers sign him for a s- trade, or they get on a trade for a six round pick, third, third, third round pick in no. the 2023 draft. Yeah, okay, maybe no, I was. It's six. I thought. Oh. Jeez. I'm pretty sure it was a six. Everyone was like, the Panthers just fleeced the it's, Patriots for yeah, Stephon Gilmore. Six, Even if it's a third round pick, it's beyond worth it, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, and the Panthers three sixth round, and the Panthers just traded for C.J. Henderson as well after the you know the loss of J.C. Horn with the foot injury, which he's only out like a few weeks or like like five yeah, six no, weeks. Yeah, no, he's back uh, after week six. I yeah, believe. Yeah, so J.C. Horn gets hurt. They didn't get C.J. Henderson to fill that spot. He's not half bad, I'd say. I'm sure you know Chris because he came from your Jaguars, and yeah. now all remnants of that defense is gone. Yep. And uh, they obviously they were apparently in talks with Richard, Richard Sherman, the Panthers were, and now they get Stephon Gilmore. So who's even better? Who's even and better younger. than both those players? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, their whole defense is stacked. They got a pretty good defensive line. Their linebackers might are probably one of the best groups in the NFL. Just imagine if they still had Keekley. Oh, dude. <laughs> and Thomas Davis. Well, yeah, they was got like a good defense, but they let the Cowboys run for like 250 yards. On okay, them. man, that was. It happens. It happens. But you almost, you almost That's let you are a great team. y'all almost let Carolina come back and you know put up a little fight, little fight there. That. That's because for some reason Mike McCarthy was like, "We're going to load manage Trayvon Diggs for the last quarter and a half because we're not we're playing the NBA." Yeah. I don't like, know. He was just sitting there with a, with a rag over his head, just laughing while we were getting two touchdowns shoved down our throats. <laughs> Do we know how long McCaffrey's out? Uh, he'll be back in like three four weeks probably it was just like a hammy strain wasn't it i don't know but like if they get him back and you know he can stay healthy panthers are gonna give bucks a run for their money oh, in my I'm opinion hey i mean i'm glad dallas played him when they did because they played him without stefan gilmore and without christian mccaffrey and without jay-z horn and it was in cj henderson's first game who who knows what he'll attribute it out to be well they still got jeremy chin too who was yep. probably the best defensive rookie last year mm-hmm. and second Who's the oh, who's the who's the defense the yeah but Jeremy Chin who's the D lineman that's like really good did, for them, played yeah. great last year the D lineman that's like really good Derek the, Brown yeah the Auburn kid. yeah Derek yeah. Brown there's another one too though uh, he got Derek Gross Matos no he no. got he got hurt against Dallas like kind of he was out for a few plays yeah, he got drafted too I can't yeah remember who it was. I I can't remember who it is either but Derek Brown is a freaking no Derek, stick. he's he's a stud yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like I'm saying, the Cowboys were lucky to play when they do, and I think the Panthers will be. They'll be a threat at some point this year. They'll be. They'll get in as a wild card to the Super. Yeah, yeah. To the I playoffs. Mean, I mean, heck, right now they're giving Tampa a run for their money it, for the division lead. Is it Brian Burns? No, he's no, it's a, not him either. He's a safety, isn't he? No, he's, he's, a, a, linebacker. he's a linebacker. Well, yeah, he's a. Who is it that I'm thinking so of? So it's Brian Burns, Derek Brown, Daquan Jones, and Morgan Fox. 
I think Morgan Fox was the guy you were thinking of personally. Then they Maybe. have Marquise Haynes Sr., Davion Nixon, Bravion Roy, and Yitor Grossmatos. Now, the other guys who I'm thinking of. Maybe he was a linebacker and was just, like, jumping in a lot. He, yeah. he was just getting quarterback. I can't remember who it was. It was so probably well. Brian Burns. You got Shaq Thompson, Jermaine Carter. Shaq Thompson, that's who it yeah. is. Is he a linebacker? Yeah, he's a uh, left outside linebacker. Okay, yeah. so he was just getting involved in the pass rush. That's what it was. Well, Brian Burns can kind of play that same position, yeah, he but does. he likes to rush a lot more. Yeah. Or so. at least that's how they got him going. Dang, they got two Jacksonville corners on their team. They got Bouye, Bouye too. And yeah, they got Boye. Henderson. Telling you, dude. What that's happened to y'all? Management. Uh, we're, we're Jacksonville. I say it every show. <laughs> Man- management. management. Listen, you, the NFL can't be balanced unless it has a couple teams that are always bad and a couple teams that are always good. What year were y'all good at? 20, was it 2018 y'all were good? No, it was or 2017. Um, I think yeah. is when we went to the Let's see, 2017 Jaguars defense. Dude, we were dirty. We had Calais Campbell, Yannick Ngakwe. Well, yeah, I'm about to break your Dante heart. Miles Jack. Miles, we still do have Miles Jack. I know, but he was better than when we had players I mean, to compliment him. Right. Yeah. Uh, we had Ramsey, Bouye, the kid from Dallas, the Barry Church. He was good for us that one year. Old dude, yeah. Um, yeah, let's, let, let's see. Uh, we were good. Yeah, where's Miles Jack at nowadays? Is he still with y'all? Yeah, he's the he's last the guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm looking at yeah defensive backs. Here's, this is where y'all got killed. Uh, and linemen. Yeah, Calais Campbell's with the Ravens now, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, Dante Fowler, where's he at? Malik Jackson was on that team. Uh, Fowler is he with the Falcons now? That sounds right. Yeah. Where's Malik Jackson? Right. He's gone too. Yeah, he's gone. I don't know where he went. Uh, Yannick and Dockway, where's he at? He's with the Raiders. The Raiders, yep. Miles Jack still with y'all. Yep. Then Barry Church, is he retired? Or is he somewhere still? He's retired. We yeah. also had, um, who's that guy I was just thinking of? I'll have your whole roster right in front of me. Uh, oh, Telvin Smith, who like quit football because he had to like <laughs> take care of family stuff. But he was Fair really enough. good linebacker for us. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see, who else? Yeah, Barry Church and then Jalen Ramsey, obviously. Yeah. Uh, that's about... It. I mean, if you look on the offensive side, I mean, um, Bortles, Fournette, Bortles yeah. and Hein or and Chad Henney, your backup too. They're both gone. A-Rob, Fournette's Fournette's Elmer's. gone. Chris Ivory's gone. T.J. Yeldon. I don't know where the heck he's at nowadays. Yeah, he's probably I don't know. Keelan Cole is he still with y'all? No. Uh, Alan Hearns is retired. I think. Uh, he might be. Or is he still, still with the Dolphins on like something? No, I, I think he's retired. Maybe. Where uh, Marquise Lee? He's gone. He was never really good anymore. He's always no. injured. Yeah. Didi Westbrook? Uh, I think he's gone, too. Mercedes Lewis? He's definitely re- gone. Gone. Holy James smokes. James O'Shaughnessy? He might still be there. I think, I, I he think is. he's still there, too. Yeah. And then I could go on the offensive line, too. But, uh, nah, those are all ahead. the players we need. There's uh, AJ Kane. Uh, we still have him, I believe. Brandon Linder? I don't know. If, we might still have Linder, but I'm not sure. Patrick Omame? I think he's gone. Uh... Jeremy Parnell, gone. Will Poes, gone. Chris Reed. I, I don't even know who you're saying. It's <laughs> apparently like your backup guard. Let me, let me um, see. Cam yeah. Robinson, Tyler Shatley. We still have Cam. Josh Welker, Josh Wells. Yeah, we. This is our. We have Cam Robinson, Andrew Norwell, Brandon Linder. We do have him. AJ Can, and Jawan Taylor. I think this was the show. best defense in the league, and like half of the players, or no, like like eighty percent of the players that were decent are gone now. It's pretty, pretty funny. Yep. But uh, we'll hop into a quick break when we get back. We'll talk. Uh, we'll we'll kind of describe what happened to Jalen Smith for Liam, who doesn't know who he is. And uh, we got some more stuff as well, especially Chris explaining what happened to Urban Meyer when he didn't fly back with the team last Sunday. 
and uh, what kind of shenanigans he got up into, apparently. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. So, guys, if you're not following us on our podcasting network, please follow us there. Look up Off the Bench on any major podcasting platform, and you can find all our episodes from this season and the last two seasons as well. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Podbean, and anywhere else you can find your podcast. Again, look up Off the Bench, and we will be there with all the episodes from this year and last year. So check us out there. Listen to one more song, and we'll be back with some more NFL talk. And we are back here on Off the Bench. My name is Hayden Joyner, joined with Chris Fortenberry and Liam Worley. We're getting back into the NFL talk. Um, we finished on Stephon Gilmore, which, well, not really. We finished on critiquing Chris's Jaguars and how bad they've done with roster management. But we talked about Stephon Gilmore and this trade to the Panthers for a six-round pick where Carolina kind of fleeced them in a way. And that came out this morning. But also last night, Jalen Smith, surprisingly, was released from the Dallas Cowboys. How did y'all... I mean, Liam apparently didn't know who that was. Mm. Um, Chris, how did you react to it since you know who Jalen Smith is? Definitely was shocked. I mean, I know that you were... You mean you were talking like a little while ago that he's like kind of struggled a little bit yeah, in practice yeah. and over the... Uh, off season and all, but still, I mean, he's good depth, good uh, experience to have back there. You know, you don't really need him mm-hmm. to start, but you can have him there to, you know, help with younger guys and kind of take over in late game situations. Maybe when y'all are leading and just kind of yeah. hold down the fort. But I don't know. It was it was surprising to me. I definitely thought um, with his you know freakish athletic ability that we've all seen from him in, in college and in and his his rookie year was really really good so mm-hmm. it kind of definitely surprised me that he um lost it so much and was was so bad to where he got released by the cowboys yeah and, um it's just crazy i mean honestly he had this huge huge year in 2018 when him when van Der Esch came in the league as a rookie mm-hmm. and then they were like a tandem and it, they were helping out big on our on the cowboys like seven and one record to finish the year out and we went and you know we went in the wild card and then played the rams in the division or whatever that year he was huge in that year and he was a huge asset and then after that we paid him his huge contract which has kind of been biting us in the butt ever since then not in like a financial way but it's just like why did we pay him so much money when he really isn't that good and then 2019 came when the Cowboys went like eight and eight and it was a bad year and our rush defense was like worse in the league and he was literally just awful he would get lost in coverage spinning in circles in the middle of the field not knowing where to go 2020 came he wasn't any good last year but the whole team wasn't because Dak was out and then we were kind of in shambles for a while and then this year we draft Micah Parsons we draft Jabril Cox from LSU. We get Keanu Neal from Atlanta. So now all of a sudden our linebacker depth is like huge. We don't need him. And Van Der Esch has still played pretty well for the most part. Jalen's been like okay in the pass protection or, or in the pass defense. But rush defense, he's literally awful. And a lot of the other times just in screens and stuff, he just doesn't have the speed. He can't really get out wide really often to help. No. So it now just works out to where we now have all these linebackers and we didn't need Jalen Smith, like Chris was saying. So we we get rid of him. We have to pay him this year, I think, like $7 million, but we don't have to pay him the $9 million we owe him next year. So we get out of that contract. We save up. And so now, you know, we get a little extra cash. We were already in some kind of cap trouble. You know, we got the DAC uh, contract to now deal with for most of the time. So we get rid of his his contract, and now we're looking pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, the big thing I liked about it, Oh, I mean, like, one thing, I mean, one, he wasn't the greatest of player, so we get rid of him, it's fine. I am a little worried that the defensive mingling won't be as good for the rest of the year without him, because despite his play, he is a very big personality in the locker room. We got young linebackers right now who, you know, would listen to him and stuff like that, and he helps mentor a little bit. So I'm hoping that 
the defense, which has been having a pretty good mojo the last couple of weeks, especially with you know Diggs' interception success and the defensive success and a lot of the part, hoping that doesn't take a big impact with him leaving because that can have an impact when, when such a big locker room guy goes away like that. So hoping it doesn't impact that as much. But what I do like about this move is that it's kind of Jerry Jones moving away from his whole let's just pay players because I like him kind of deal. Right. I mean, a big thing the Cowboys have against him for a lot of times when it comes to critics, people say, oh, we pay good players great money. You know, Jalen Smith played good for one year, so let's give him a huge contract like he's the top two best linebacker in the, in the country. You know, it's like there's no point in that. And with, with getting him rid of, we're getting rid of him now, it now kind of sends us in a trend of we're not going to do that anymore. We did the same thing with Byron, Dr- Byron Jones a few years ago. Yeah. He was a good player. But we refused to pay him that like thirteen, fourteen million a year salary that he was asking as like a top corner. So we shipped him off to to Miami, and uh, I haven't heard anything of him since. So yeah, he's probably doing good, but uh, he wasn't like a star. He didn't get interceptions. He just kind of people wouldn't throw to him because he was like a good lockdown. Do y'all still have Anthony Brown? Uh, the fastest. I guy think in the world. so. Yeah, yeah we, so we got. <laughs> I can't remember who we get rid of. We he got rid is of the best cornerback in Madden. I swear is to he really? God, dude. Every time I swear to God, we would play. <laughs> And Liam would be, I think we did like custom teams. Yeah, or something. we did. Yeah. And Liam picks up Anthony Brown, <laughs> and I swear he chases down everybody. Yeah. He's fast in Madden. Like yes. I know his speed's not even that good. He's, he's just not, a god. He's like he's like. Well, we had him, Jordan Lewis, and Cheetah Bay Awuzie, which is still the funnest yeah. name to say in the NFL. It is. Yeah. Um, we had all of them, and so I always get all of them confused for some reason because we all drafted them like the exact same year. Like it was yeah. kind of weird. We drafted like three corners, or they came in like the, like two years back to back but i think anthony brown's the one that's still left but uh i didn't know he was a stud in madden apparently Dude, that's that's kind of odd yeah, my is. team oh i'm not good at madden but my team was goaded <laughs> <laughs> grant peach pit back there yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry is it my team or uh, ultimate team is that what it is no it we just, just go we into drafted rosters yeah and then do like our own draft with yeah. i don't even know you could do that i know yeah. nothing about madden Dude, i just play head to head chris is a madden wizard so <laughs> i mean I'm sorry, I, that's okay, a little off the beaten path, but I no, thought that's, I saw that's, that's I thought I saw a highlight of Anthony Brown this weekend or no, no he, I was watching a, that game and I he saw had him a few fall. he had a few yeah. pat downs and stuff. Yeah. He just fell over as yeah. you saw him too. Yeah. Well, I think he deflected it or something. Yeah. And, yeah. But no, what I was saying with like the salary cap thing with Dallas now is we get rid of Jalen Smith's contract. So now our linebacking core is like a bargain deal. Yeah. Like it's cheap. Van Der Esch is still on a rookie deal. Jabril Cox is on a rookie deal. Micah Parsons rookie deal because they're obviously rookies this year. And then Keanu Neal we got for super cheap from Atlanta. And he's 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 not awful. Like he's still a solid one two linebacker. So we get them and so now all of our big money it's stopped going to stupid things. Besides Zeke, but I'll get into that. Like if you think of who do we who on Dallas do we pay big money to? We pay Dak, which is top five quarterback in the league, that's understandable. We pay a star receiver in Amari Cooper, understandable. We pay a defensive end in, in uh and Lawrence, understandable, because he's he's pretty good. He gets double teamed, but yeah. it allows other people like Randy Gregory or Micah Parsons to get that uh, to get the pressure in. And then we pay our O line pretty big money, which has two Hall of Famers, so I think it's pretty understandable as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Besides Zeke's contract, which is awful, and we should never have done it in the first place, we're paying. I think we're doing a very good very good job salary cap wise of the last couple of years. And even with Zeke's contract, Tony Pollard's still a stud, and we pay him like dirt. We pay him nothing. No, so, one of these days so he's it, getting paid by y'all or somewhere else. Do you think Pollard's a stud? I think I think he's a starter on half NFL teams. He's good. I think he's. A, I mean, I think he's good. I think he's I definitely think, a starter. I don't know half the NFL teams. I think he's. He's good. This is what I think. I think 
with Zeke in the game, it's a different it's a different ball game because people are always going to be worried about Zeke taking yeah, off. Yeah, Zeke has that like wow factor right. to him. Yeah. And Pollard's like, eh. Well, I mean, we don't have to really keep our eyes on Pollard. Well, yeah, he drops just... like 80 yards on nine carries yeah, on you. Yeah, that's the thing. He just sneaks up on you because you're like not paying attention because Tony Pollard comes in. The game yeah, he's a good like oh, one. God. They're a good one-two punch combo. <laughs> yeah, that's what they are. Well, it's definitely what I was thinking of how Auburn is this year. I mean, yeah, that was really the only football I paid you know a lot of in-depth uh, attention to but I definitely see the similarities with Pollard and Zeke as I do Bigsby yeah, and I, Hunter but I I did watch uh, a fair amount of y'all's game from this weekend mm-hmm. so yeah yeah I think a lot of like I also compare them to like Chubb and Hunt like just like yeah. Chubb and Zeke are the same and then right. Hunt and, T- and Tony are kind of similar as well but that helps us out a ton. And it's also, you know, Dallas has just been hitting on a ton of draft picks recently. Like, we just keep getting cheap versions of players we didn't let go. Like, Michael Gallup's been a great um, a great receiver for us. He was a third-round pick. CeeDee Lambs was a first-round pick, and he's playing, like, he's outperforming his contract for that. He's playing great. Trayvon Diggs was a second-round pick. Stole him, practically, it seems. Looks yeah. like he'd be, like, a top-ten pick if we redrafted now. So we're hitting on all these on these players, which is then replacing the players we let go, like Jalen Smith or Byron Jones. Like instead of paying them big money, let's get rid of them, draft a cheap rookie, and hope we nail it, which we've been nailing recently. Yeah, y'all so have been we've smoking kinda, that. So it's kind of you know a little bit of luck, but it's also we've been we just rerun the offense and getting the cheap talent. I'll just say y'all got good scouts, man. I, I mean, I think we some have really teams good just scouts. got that. I feel like we always draft. We don't really besides Taco Charlton, we drafted over JJ Watt or uh, TJ Watt. Besides that move, we've done pretty well in the drafts in the oh last like gosh. five years. Imagine TJ Watt on the Cowboys right now. Yeah, although we also we also y'all wouldn't be able to pay him probably. So I told him no, that. we wouldn't have been able to pay him. <laughs> yeah, we like we miss out on stuff like that. But then also what happens a good where you know we talked Jerry out of drafting Paxton Lynch and then the Denver Broncos draft him. So then we had to settle on Dak Prescott. Oh oh, oh darn <laughs> darn darn fourth rounder instead of good old Paxton Lynch. I knew uh, Dak Prescott was going to be good. No, I knew from the moment I saw him in preseason. I, I was telling my dad like that preseason. I was like. He's not bad. And then, of <laughs> think, course, like the next game, Romo breaks his back again. And then I'm like, I'm not that worried about it. I was I was an early believer in him. I think he was my third pick uh, his rookie year in my fantasy draft. I think that's how high I was on Dak Prescott. <laughs> like he was like the first quarterback. You were just like, oh, he'll be pretty good this year. He's yeah. in the Dallas offense. Yeah, no, I was just like, dude, he's been going off in fantasy. I knew he was going to do good. And I yeah. was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to pick him. And it ended up working out. It worked nice. out. Um, Chris? We'll jump into your your good old buddy Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. Tell t- explain to me. Um, so basically, they they took the L and then against the the Bengals mm-hmm. was that that was this past week. And then Urban Meyer didn't fly home with the team. Instead, he stayed behind to go to a bar and what was it Columbus? Yeah. And uh, then gets photographed with the girl, getting a little too personal with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now he's recently come out and uh, apologized to the media and like his family and everything. And apparently players are now laughing at him in the locker rooms. So uh, yeah. what, what is the situation down there in Jacksonville? Uh, it's not from, – from everything I'm reading, it's not looking not looking too good. Um, <clears throat> I'm hearing he's kind of lost a little bit of – maybe a lot of credibility. I'd say he's lost pretty much all of it. Yeah, with the players. Um, not really taking them serious, especially since they all saw it firsthand. They know about it. They know how bars work. They've all been there many times, I, I can say. So um, – they don't buy anything that he says, and you know it's understandable because, you know, you're a you're a very famous big, uh, you know, figure in the world. Definitely, you go to a place like that, they're gonna know it's Urban Meyer, especially wearing an Ohio mm-hmm. State pullover. I mean, yeah, jeez, like, man, just make it more obvious, why don't you? I mean, everybody knows who Urban Meyer is in the state of Ohio. Yeah. So, 
to just to go out there and do that and especially I mean you're I know he's had problems with his marriage before but you're still married man just yeah you know don't don't be doing stuff buy an escort or something yeah, yeah. Mean, be dude. like Hugh Freeze from Ole Miss <laughs> Well, he was he was saying like he was just eating dinner and then like a group called him over to take pictures with him and then they all started trying to get him to yeah, dance and then, then he got just, flashed and, and then it like, just all Ooh, happened. I'm sticking around. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll love, I'll read this. It's uh, from Michael Silver. Mike Silver, he's an insider at Sports Illustrated. Yeah. I think Chris, you said you read this thread as well. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this, Liam? Mm-hmm. Enlighten me a little he's bit. He's an insider and he talked to some of the players that are all left anonymous. It just says player for Jacksonville. But I'll read this thread real quick. It's like four little things long, but it says. The Urban Meyer situation in Jacksonville has reached a crisis point, especially in the locker room. One player told me, quote, he has zero credibility in that stadium. He has, he had very little to begin with. Um, players were particularly put off by the fact that uh, Urban Meyer canceled Monday's team meeting because he was dealing with the uproar of the, over the videos of him and a young woman getting cozy in that, in that Ohio bar. The player said, quote, he even canceled the team meeting. He was too scared. Wow. And then later on, Instead, Meyer, quote, only apologized to position groups individually. So he was just like, linebackers, I'll talk to you. Receivers, I'll talk to you. And he portrayed, and he said the woman in the videos was just a random person who was just there dancing. Mm-hmm. Right, and, uh, yeah. Which she probably was, but Urban was like, um. He was like, let me get some of that. Uh, yeah. And then the Where's part. The nearest and hotel. Then, and the part that's the best is at the end. It says, like, after he was meeting with, like, the individual player groups, one player said, we looked at him like WTF, and right when he left, everybody started dying laughing, and he heard us. <laughs> like, he knew we were laughing at him. Wow. Yeah, I mean... That's bad when you're getting slashed by your own players. Yeah, it was prob- I mean, if, 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 the coach is coming the in to, if the coach is coming in to talk to you and, like, apologizing for something, and then as soon as he, like, leaves, he just closes the door, and here's the whole team of grown men dying laughing at your situation. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty bad, I'd say. Going hee-hee mode. There's all giggling with little girls in the Jacksonville locker room. Which I would be too. To be Chris, fair. what's your final record? You all have lost nineteen straight. Are you winning any games? Do y'all have the Jets at least at some point. I don't know. I think we can squeak out two or three. Yeah, at the at week sixteen and seventeen or seventeen and eighteen when uh late late in the year. I mean, the thing is, is, Urban needs to realize that he's not dealing with kids anymore. I mean, these aren't kids who um, their support system is like their parents, and they're here to get an education and like do whatever you say yeah these are grown men who mm-hmm. are trying to provide for their families and give themselves a better life yeah they're gonna do whatever it takes and this is serious i mean this isn't i mean i know college is obviously very serious but yeah this is i mean this There's is levels these are it, this yeah. is their jobs i mean they come here every day to earn a paycheck and provide for themselves yeah they families. don't spend time with their families so exactly. they can do this and hopefully mm-hmm give them better lives and exactly. yeah and this i mean this you can't mess around i mean this is you need to be a good role model for your team you need to be respected by your team and he's not off to a great start no no I, I was i mean when he was hired in the first place i was very confused i was like i was like what is this and then he wanted tim tebow on his team which is like just again a warning flag like just a red flag in the first place i love tebow i yeah, think we tim should have kept tebow on the team tim tebow it, dude i, I, I get that it's like hire a marketing tim tebow as head coach right now but the fact that he went from, like, not doing anything, or he was probably broadcasting or something. Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm going to be the SEC. tight end for the Jaguars with the good old buddy Urban Meyer. Then he gets cut, and now he's back with, S- with the SEC. Yeah. It's like, but we should have. you really him. thought he was the NFL-quality tight end? Just, like... Tim Tebow's got more heart and drive than 90% of the players they, in the NFL. They better so be yes. glad. 
football players, I know they were complaining about Tebow on a roster. They better be glad I'm not a head coach. Because I would have kept, I would be have a spot on that 53 man roster, and I would just say, Tebow, this is yours. You'd forever. be like Bill O'Brien. Yeah, You'd shell like, out everybody for the or not. Uh, hey, if T- Tebow, you want to be here for the rest of your life? Go ahead. You're a great locker room presence. You're great on the sideline. I mean, he's gonna be he's gonna be awesome. I don't care. I mean, you're you got plenty of guys that just sit on the bench the whole time and don't do anything. Yeah. Uh huh. May as well have someone who's gonna add value. At least to the put team him on the practice room. squad, man. Yeah. I mean, someone who's going to bring intensity every day, who comes here and absolutely loves being here. So who, who w- wouldn't want that? So if you were if you were GM, you'd keep him. Hundred percent. You and you'd also would have would have given up the whole offense for Zeke and Michael Thomas. Oh yeah. And then, uh, Listen, then you tank you tank the if, season to draft to draft Chris Olave first overall. If right? If I was the GM of Jacksonville, we'd have more than uh, zero wins right now. That's for <laughs> dang sure. Because I wouldn't have drafted the dummies in there. They drafted Walker Little, who has I don't think played a game yet because and he hasn't played a game in two years. Mm-hmm. And they drafted him like in the second or third round. They drafted um, Etienne, who we didn't even need at Which running you didn't back. Need, and we had James Robinson. You don't even get to use cause exactly because he's, he's hurt. And now we're stuck with a quarterback who's got all the talent in the world, but no no talent around him. Yeah. So, zero and four. Our coach is doing God knows what, and it's because we have terrible, like Liam said, management, ownership. All of it terrible. I think I've said it in every show so uh-huh. far this year that Jacksonville needs new management, and we just keep seeing great well, examples Chris, of maybe, why. Maybe Chris is the answer, dude. Now, how much? How much? Right now, how much are you giving up to get Anthony Brown? As much I, I'll give him the world, dude. You yeah, give him the brink, back it. up the Brinks truck, and dude, like have yeah. at it. Yeah, I'll give him all the chicken nuggets he wants, a few dollars a week. Bam, come on down to Jacksonville. Know, this <laughs> is what I would do though. Like with all, I would have tried to trade for Gilmore. 100%. Yeah, coulda. Yeah. I mean, you have all these people who are really good that you can use, and you just choose not to get them. And Y'all haven't gone after a solid player in what seems like forever. You know why? Because we can't. <clears throat> well, in his defense, because we're such a bad organization, and everybody knows it. In your defense for Gilmore, he literally went away <laughs> in like an hour. No, the thing is, is you could understand off, we could offer Gilmore mm-hmm. triple the contract. He wouldn't go the there. Panthers, he wouldn't go and there. And he wouldn't go there. No, no one wants to go to... I'd really exactly. go to Carolina. Well, Jacksonville's a <clears throat> crappy place to go Terri- anyway. Not, terrible town. Not, not, yeah, not team-wise, like city-wise. City, yeah. Terrible town. Now, they'll be in London in five years. They have, fine. hopefully, I mean. I think they will. I mean, well, I kind of like it being in Jacksonville, but to be fair, I'm not there anymore. So. Well, matter. I mean, to me, out of <clears> any <throat> teams that make sense to go over to London, Jacksonville's the it team does for me. Sense. The smallest market, the worst team. Let, let, yeah. let Europe have at it. Another problem is our owner. I mean, he's he doesn't put as much money into our team as he should. He's our what I would call a gooby. is terrible, Ooh. 100%. We have the worst facilities of any team in the NFL. <laughs> and you wonder why we go on 16 and can't get any players? It's because we're that bad. Yeah, no one wants to go there. You only get the drafting players, and you, that's why you trade everybody. Y'all away. ever seen the Waterboy? Yeah. yeah, obviously. Do you yeah. remember when they looked at the coolers and there were roaches and dirt in it? Yeah. Yeah, that's the Jacksonville. Is that, that what the Jacksonville yeah. water room looks like right that's now? That's exactly what it looks like. Darn. At least they got uh, Lawrence's hair there to add a little shine to the city. That's oh, true, yeah. dude. He he is carrying them on his shoulders right now. He's gonna unfortunately, be carrying us for a long he'll time. he's gonna have a same Darnold career. He'll have a Ryan Tannehill career. I agree. They'll ship him out in three years because then he'll, he'll go somewhere and be solid. You yeah. know, not flashy, but it'll be solid. The thing yeah. about Jacksonville is the with where they are now, with everyone who's there running that organization, they're gonna be they're never gonna be anything. Mm. Ever, mm. never. I mean, expect- you can expect an endless pit of misery for Jacksonville. We said that about Cleveland, and they've luckily 
dug themselves out of the trenches, but it might be it might be a while for y'all, Chris. It's gonna be a long time. Sorry, uh, you have to wear the paper bags to the stadium if you ever go. That's yeah. probably what's gonna happen. Yeah, y'all are gonna be the next Cleveland Browns. <laughs> we hundred percent are. Yeah, expect Trevor Lawrence to be in a Green Bay Packers uniform when he gets traded in three years after Rodgers eventually uh, goes away. And what a hot take that is. <laughs> hey, it's a three-year in the future prediction. What about the Bucks? Nah, dog. Nah, Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask. Kyle no, Trask. no, oh but I, I think Green Bay probably be Green a better Bay. landing spot, mm-hmm. even though Tampa Bay's good. But all their receivers are going to be old gonna, too. Rogers is going to go to Rogers is going to go to Pittsburgh. Y'all got Dwayne Haskins, man. I know. He's a god, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he's isn't he? so good. I would have him on Jacksonville right now. Taylor Heineke. Woo-hoo. Here. Before we run out of time, let's we'll get into game picks. We got about uh about twenty minutes left, fifteen minutes yeah, left. Yeah, let's do that. Chris, I'm gonna let you start this week because you've been absent the last two weeks. Oh, you yeah. had to call your picks yeah, off, of a, on, off yeah. of a phone screen. Yeah. So we'll start off with the first game of the week. Rams at Seahawks, NFC West battle. We're gonna probably have one of these every week, it seems. Rams and Seahawks both coming off, or Seahawks coming off an improbable win against the Niners. Rams coming off a heartbreaking loss against the Cardinals, where they looked very pretty stale offensively. Who are you rocking with, Chris? And you said it's Rams Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Rams. I think the reason um, the Rams lost last week was just because uh, defense that's you know solid at least and uh, really good offense in a groove and Seahawks aren't as good on defense by far and uh, their offense is okay but not great so I'll go with the Rams yeah I'll go I'll go next I guess this week Hayden uh, yeah we'll just go in a circle yeah, yeah. anyway uh yeah I like a lot of the points Chris saying I mean it's in Seattle on a Thursday night I mean the 12th man will definitely be there but I'm probably leaning a little bit more towards the Rams as well yeah, I'm going to shift. I'm going to go with the Rams as well. I, I it, It'll be a closer game than we expect just because of the home factor in Seattle and Russell Wilson. But like Chris alluded to, Seattle comes in with the 31st-ranked rush defense as well as the 28th-worst uh, pass defense in the league. They're looking pretty bad. And Daryl Henderson looked pretty okay for the Rams, and they finally got him going a little bit against the Cardinals as well. Matthew Stafford's going to want to get back on track after his poor passing performance against the Cardinals as well and get that connection with Cooper Cup back up. So yeah. uh, hopefully... It'll probably be a high-scoring game. They'll shred that defense, as always. And uh, only factor is, you know, night game at uh, in Seattle. It's on Thursday night, so it's a prime time, and both quarterbacks are going to want to show up. But if the Rams can pull it off, it'll be a big win for them, and a big win for the Seahawks if they also pull it off. But uh, we're all going with the Rams, which means the Seahawks are going to win, sadly. Um, Who knows, man? Who <laughs> hey, knows? it worked with the Bengals last week, but for a hot minute there, it looked like it wasn't going to work for the Bengals yeah. either. Yeah. So... We uh, jumping in the second game of the week, Broncos at Steelers. Now this one comes down to what quarterback plays for uh, Denver, but that kind of makes it fun when it comes to picking it. Chris, who's going down against these two teams? Um, shush. Steelers have been playing really, really bad lately. Uh huh. I don't know if y'all saw that video of Juju on the sideline on the bench of him like slamming the the Microsoft Surface tablet. Yeah, and then they yeah. they kind of tried to read his lips, and he said that it's a effing Ben problem. Interesting. Yeah, like which I would agree. I'd, yeah. I'd agree. He yeah. looks like a bag of milk back there. Yeah. So I think he's gonna really <laughs> uh, continue to struggle. And there was some. I, I think it was Marcus Spears, but I don't know some uh, yeah, guy yeah, on yeah, the yeah. thing. He was like, defenses are like um, loving playing the Steelers' offense because it's so bad and it's like a field <laughs> yeah. day. So yeah. I'm gonna go with the Broncos here. Yeah, interesting. Diddly darn. I'm I'm picking Denver too. Yeah, I just oh, you're making it tough for me. The third pick now because 
<laughs> just pick opposite. That's what I do when I went one and four, man. Yeah, but I have the Broncos down. If the Broncos on here written down, oh, no. I'll pick the Steelers then. Oh, yeah, I'll pick the Steelers. I mean, I need Najee Harris to play well anyway. So he gives me a little motivation for our fantasy league. Mm-hmm. Juju, yeah, I agree with him. I mean, yeah, last year it was a Juju problem. This mm-hmm. year it's a Ben problem. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, Juju's not producing as good as he was, and that's because of Ben. Yeah, so. I mean, he Juju's only got 15 receptions for 129 yards. He was better games. when AB was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I mean Ben. Ben, that too, but Ben was yeah. missing Juju on like a ton of passes as well last week. It was kind of a similar yeah. situation. But, but I mean, they still got Chase Claypool and Deontay. Yeah, Jackson they got they too, got Deontay. They got Deontay Johnson back. Who he had yeah. he had a couple big plays as well. I think he went to like 80 or 90 yards. I believe so, like seven catches. So. Yeah, I'm kind of talking myself into believing my Pittsburgh picks. So I like it. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go. I already had the Broncos marked down. It's kind of an odds of who be's, who's the quarterback for them. Obviously, Teddy Bridgewater suffered the concussion last week, but they're saying he's kind of on track to maybe start, but he's also not practicing today, So it's, and it's already Wednesday, so who knows? Not that I have like no faith in Drew Locke, but I also don't have any faith in Drew Locke. <laughs> so I, if he starts, it's going to be probably a closer game than they, than they think, but if Bridgewater does get the start at some point, it's going the Broncos win by like a touchdown or two. So I'm gonna stick with the Broncos. Hopefully Teddy starts, but if Locke does, it'll be a close game, and hopefully they get a little last-second field goal. But uh, Tim Patrick's done good. Um, they'll be an even better offense once Jerry Judy gets back from injury as well. And then the run, the running game hasn't even been that bad this year so far. Right. So I'll go with the Broncos as well. Their defense has been locked down, so it'll be fun. So I'll go with the Broncos. Uh, third game of the week: Browns at Chargers. Both teams coming off uh, interesting wins. Chargers probably pretty pumped up after being the Raiders at home, and the Browns probably. Not the happiest bunch after beating the uh, the Vikings barely on a defensive showdown. So, who are you rocking with, Baker or Herbert? Like I said, I remember my early uh, predictions. I was high on the Chargers. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna roll with the Chargers. Okay, love the Chargers. Okay, I think of all the game picks we've done with the Chargers, I've picked the Chargers. I'm not straying from that. <laughs> yeah, I love Justin Herbert. He's a, he's in my opinion the best quarterback in the league right now that's kind of a hot take but that's how i feel so yeah they've been doing pretty good i am gonna go with the browns okay on this one they played bad last week they look to get back into it the the chargers haven't been the best on the rush defense so far this year give a ton to dallas when they played him as well and uh they did hold josh jacobs down a little bit but he also hasn't been the same running back this year yeah. and they were also playing from behind a lot so they weren't working that working that too well obj is starting for the uh for the Browns, so they'll probably end up losing because they just can't play with OBJ for some reason. But if they get the rushing attack going, I think they'll be pretty okay. LA's given up five and a half yards per carry so far, and with with Chubb and Hunt in the backfield, I think they'll be pretty okay. Pretty okay as well. Cleveland's rush defense trying to hold Eckler back. They held uh, Dalvin Cook to 34 yards and 3.8 yards of carry last week. Granted, it was like a weird game. It was a defensive showdown. No teams could get the ball moving. But I think the rush games will be working in the favor of the Browns, and then when it comes to the offense, it'll just be who can execute the most. Yeah, I probably have more faith in Herbert, but I'm just I'm just I just kind of a little tickle for the Browns right now. I feel, and I and I, I, I don't want to pick the same as y'all. It, it, basically, if Liam didn't change his mind, we'd have picked the same teams for all three yeah. straight games. So we can't really can't really go after that too too much. Yeah. So I'll go with the Browns on this one. And I had a markdown earlier today too. I just kind of have a feeling. Aiden's for him. just trying to make big moves. Well, dude, I mean. I mean, yeah, if we would have picked three of the games all the same, I would have just been like, boy. It's a bummer, you know? Yeah, yeah I mean, like, where's, the, where's the fun in that? Because, yeah. I mean, looking at the thing, I was like, yeah, I want to pick Denver. And I was not not picking the Chargers, right. so, you yeah, know. I get that. Well, 
Oh, I skipped a game too. Um, I missed it. But uh, third slash fourth game of the week: Saints at the football team. This is terrible. I don't game. even know what to do. I, I mean, love the ones where it's two bad teams instead yeah. of two good ones because it just makes it even more. The Saints are the most unpredictable team yep. in the NFL. Yeah, yep. very one hundred percent. Yeah, you don't know if they're gonna come out and smoke somebody who's good or lose to somebody who's trash. Freaking Jameis. Yeah, Jameis. Jameis. I mean, what the heck? <laughs> um, I got Alvin Kamara on my fantasy team. So do and I. He's been letting me down. Um, I think he had 12 points this past week. Yeah. 120 rushing yards. Yeah. Believe yeah. it or not. Wow. Well, no yeah, it, you, you get point one for every yard in PPR. Yeah. So, but yeah, he hasn't been uh, catching anything, so it kind of hurts us. Jeez, I don't even know what to do here. Like, the Saints just lost to the Giants in overtime. Yeah. But the football team hasn't looked that. Themselves. And they barely beat the well, Falcons. They got Taylor Heineke, dude. He's a freaking That's man, the dude. Thing. That's what I'm. He's a beast. They got Yace Chung. Chase Young has zero sacks all year. Yeah, no. Oh, he's terrible, Chris. He's <laughs> terrible. Ter- it's terrible. <laughs> Their defense is off to a bad start. Yeah, they are off to a bad start. I will agree. Yeah, they have like the thirty-second or thirtieth-ranked pass defense, like in the league. The rush defense has been okay, but their pass defense is awful. Wowzers! Come on, Chris, give me something. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say this comes down to coaching, and I said it a couple of games ago. Mm, I know what Ron it is. Ron Rivera yep. is not, not a- that good of a coach. Sean Payton is. Go with the Saints. He's Saints. going with the Saints. All right. Yes, why not? I was going to pick opposite to you, whatever you yeah. pick. So I'm I'm going football team. I'm kind of glad I am. Uh, they were kind of the team I was leaning a little bit more towards. I did pick the Saints where they went up to New England and won. But uh, yeah, that was about that was about the only only good thing they've done. You know, besides Jameis's first game, you know, out here just dropping dimes and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, Taylor Heineke, I love the guy. So, we're pulling for him this week. Uh, I don't know what to say for this one. This one, I was... Uh, Give us some games where we do know what to say next <laughs> well, time, that's, Hayden. That's that's not what this what Game Picks is about, Liam. I mean, yeah, I understand and I agree, but it's not like, you know, we're Stephen A. Smith and whatnot. Well, see, I gave you a little gimme game last week of the Jaguars and Bengals because I figured that one was kind of obvious. And then the Jaguars tried to pull it off and try to ruin our night. <laughs> so, it's never, it's never fully It would have smoked me, man. It's tough for me for the football team because they looked okay against the Falcons. Their offense is kind of rolling somewhat, but I just don't know what to think of them, really. They barely beat the Giants. They lost to the Chargers. They got blown out by the Bills, and they beat the Falcons. I just don't. They've been unpredictable. The Saints have been unpredictable. They're both 2-2. Two and two. Both teams could have an argument for 0-4 or probably 4-0 if you want to play your cards right in a certain way. Maybe more like 3-1, and one. but I don't know. I like the way I like the way that Tyler Haneke's played so far. Eight touchdowns to two interceptions in his three starts this year. He's looked pretty good. Antonio Gibson's run the ball good. He loves throwing to Terry McLaurin. He has he's averaging like eight or like ten targets a game with Tyler Haneke under center. So the offense has not been too too bad. Saints defense isn't the great either. But then again, the Saints offense trying to go against that Washington defense is just going to have a field day. You know, it's like just cutting through butter. It's going to be really easy to shred that defense. Yeah. So. I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to roll with the football team, though. Okay. I have some faith in Tyler Henneke. It's in Washington, which isn't the easiest place ever to play. I'm going to roll with them. Jameis, we'll see how good he does in the passing attack. He looked okay against the uh, against the uh, the Giants, but they also just lost to the Giants, which I'd say is probably a worse team than Washington. Yeah. So I, I, I have a feeling the Saints are going to win, but I'm going to put my faith in Washington this week, which as a Cowboys fan, I probably shouldn't. But uh, I'll go with Washington, so I'll, fine. I'll, I'll agree with Liam. Last game of the week, Sunday Night Football, the Bills and the Chiefs to wrap up the show. Marquee matchup could be the game of the year if it goes down like we're expecting it to. Who's winning this one, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes? 
Chiefs haven't really looked themselves like themselves. So you sound defeated, Chris. Yeah, you sound like something's going on, Bob. Yeah, it'll be all right. I'm just trying to decide. It's a tough one. I'm gonna go Bills. Okay. Mm, Stronger okay. defense, decent offense, winning the game. Yeah. You know I'm picking Bills. So I got I got to ride them because uh, I Super pick, Bowl pick. They're yeah. my Super Bowl pick. Uh, I think they got you know they got a pretty easy uh, division up there, so they need to win big games like this to make them look good for when it does come playoff yeah. time. So. Chris, who was your Super Bowl pick? Because mine was the Rams over the Chiefs. Mine was like the the Browns. It was was it Browns and Packers? Browns uh, Bucks. Bucks. I, Browns I definitely Bucks. got the Bucks going. I think my, I can't. I just know I picked the Bills. I can listen back to the show back yeah. in. Uh, it was it was earlier this year, I believe, wasn't it? Or was no. it last? We did two. I don't know. It was in like no, April it, it was or in, March it was in, it was or something. In, yeah, it was in April. It was way before the draft and stuff. I'm gonna go with the Bills too. I've had a markdown for this. They're coming off like just huge wins. They played awful teams, but over their last three games, they've outscored opponents 118 to 21. 21 of those points all coming in the game against Washington. So they've shut out two opponents and scored like 40 points against them. Granted, it was like the Texans and the Dolphins, I think. But they looked great. Number one defense, um, allowing quarterback rating of 56.1 average on the year as well. They only allow 5.5 yards per attempt on the passer. So defense is looking pretty good. Last week against Davis Mills and the Texans, it was they only allowed 87 passing yards, four interceptions, and a 23.4 quarterback rating. Davis Mills, Patrick Mahomes is a different animal. But the defense for the, the Chiefs has just looked so, so bad all year. They, about let, they pretty much let the Eagles hang in that game up until the end of it. Yeah. So Buffalo's going to take way more advantage than the Eagles could, and uh, the offense just looks really good for the Buffalo Bills as well. Stephon Diggs looking good. Um, Singletary, Devin Singletary is also looking pretty good. He had a very good performance against the Texans as well. So I'm going to roll with the Bills. We'll agree on this one. But, yeah, that's fair. Uh, looks pretty solid, I'd say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good week. We'll see if Liam can take his lead. If you didn't notice, guys, Liam is now leading game picks with a record of uh, twelve and eight. He's gone nine and one over the past two weeks. Yes, so, sir. Uh, finishing with I think like the third or fourth ever five and zero week last week. So good job, Liam. Appreciate it, Give man. Give you a little clap there. Yes, uh, sir. I'm in second place, eleven and nine. Chris is rounding out the last third place at ten and ten. Woo. We're all at five hundred or above. So that's, I mean, you that's know, and successful. we're still within two games of each other. Yeah, and we so. we all started, I believe, below, or we all started two and three, right? So yeah, two and three, and then. Yeah, and then it's kind of been up and down. Ever yeah, since it's then. no, it's mostly upwards trajectory. Yeah, we've all then. been doing better and yeah. better and better. I'd say. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Kind of. I mean, as long as we, I mean, me and Jameson floating around three and two. Me and Jameson finished like fifty and thirty, kind of like last year. So we were well above five hundred. So as long as we get to that, we were like ten games above five hundred last year. So yeah, that's that's solid. that's our target is to get somewhere like ten to twelve games above five hundred. Yeah, that's so it's you know win three or two every week and you'll be good to go. Yes, sir. But uh, that's going to do it for us, guys. Good show. Happy 50th show for us. Happy yeah, birthday to XLR as well. We'll be back next week. Um, anyone listening, follow us on social media at OffTheBenchXLR, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. If you're on Instagram, we're going to have some special graphics going out. I'm going to change up the uh, the stuff for the 50th. So all the stuff this week is going to look a little different. Sick. It'll, it'll look pretty pretty fancy, pretty uh, gl- probably shiny, pretty fancy. You even used the term cute. Uh, yeah, I used I said cute. <laughs> I, I was just being funny in that. Yeah. I, it's not gonna have like flowers. I was like, dang, it, but, uh, did Lily do this or <laughs> no, what? No, no, it, it, it'll, it'll it'll be a nice little. I got a special logo coming out for it. New profile picture, new graphics coming out just for this Sweet. week. So Sweet. it'll, it'll yeah. look pretty fun. So check us out there on Instagram. That is at off the bench XLR. If you want to see all that, as well as a recap of the game picks, video clips, quotes, and more from the show, follow us on there, guys. Follow us on the social media or uh, on the uh, the podcast network. 
Um, you can find us off the bench on any of the major podcasting platforms, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else you find and listen to your podcast. Just look up Off the Bench with spaces in between it, and you can find all of our shows from this year, last year, and the year prior, including this one coming up later at 7 o'clock tonight. Check us out there, guys, and remember to stay in the game and off the bench and have a good night.